Hello podcasters and welcome to another week and another episode of Captivate Insider. This is episode number five. I hope you're keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals. My name's Gary, I'm your host, I'm the head of design here at Captivate, where each week I take you behind the scenes of what we're up to, what the team's up to in terms of our features that we've just launched or are about to launch, plus a bit of industry news and a little bit of what we're up to and our culture. Last week was very cool. I hope you've listened to that one, episode four, where I spoke to Danny, who heads up our experience and support team. That was a very cool insight into what he has to deal with and what he enjoys about the podcasting industry, being at Captivate. Um, it was just a really good chat. He's such a great guy, Danny, and a really good podcaster. So if you've not listened to that yet, when you've listened to this show, pop back over there and check out episode number four. Uh, this week, it was very cool to talk to Mark, who's our MD, uh, to get his thoughts on a very, very cool feature that has just landed. He did a live reveal on YouTube uh, last week, which went down really well, uh, which was for our new show notes builder tool. So those of you, the consistent podcaster, uh, you will know that a huge amount of time can be sunk into this area, trying to sort out your show notes and how much time do you dedicate to that versus actually creating content and recording content for your show? We realise it's a real big time uh, sink. So Captivate helped a lot with this when it launched the platform a while ago with our snippets tool, which enables you to save uh, a, just a draft of text, essentially, that you can bring into your show notes. But we knew back then, especially Mark and Kieran, they, those guys knew back then that that was just a stepping stone, really, to something much more in-depth, which is our show notes builder tool. So I grabbed Mark to get his thoughts on that tool specifically and how it ties into the other bits of Captivate and how you can bring in some other data points and so on, but also just the mindset around show notes in general for podcasters and how people you know should be using it and what it's not supposed to be used for and things like that. So it was a very cool chat, so I'm going to crack on right now. So here's that chat with Mark. Enjoy. Welcome back to Captivate Insider. This is a chat with our MD, Mark Asquith, to talk about some of the cool stuff that's part of the latest feature to hit Captivate, which is, uh, if you're listening to this episode on launch day, it will be in your hands tomorrow, and then you can have a good old play with it. But it's a it's a tasty little feature, and uh, it's one of the things that, it's a bit like a, the jigsaw puzzle. It's one of the pieces that have slotted in that will form some of the larger uh, workflow journey that we've got here at Captivate, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's a real good one. So I wanted to grab Mark because, as always, he's been involved from beginning up until launch, overseeing the project as we've designed and built it and whatnot. So before we crack on, how are you good, sir? How's the life and industry of podcasting treating you at the moment? It's all right. Thanks, mate. Uh, I'm doing all right. Bit of a busy day doing a couple of bits, you know, last minute bits on this this year, this year release. But um, yeah, it's fun. I enjoy doing these things. Um, it's kind of it's part of the job. Like there's there's a lot, not a lot of always a lot of sort of um, people that end up running the business that end up doing the kind of day to day work on some of it. And I like to do a lot of that. It's like in all the books, it's you know, don't do that if you're running the business, and then you sort of forget what you're building and why you're doing it. So you end up just becoming this business person that forgets the mission. Um, so I do like and I enjoy doing this sort of stuff. You know, that's good. That's a good job, really, because you you do it a lot. Well. <laughs> now you say that, that is true, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. If you didn't like it, there'd be a problem. So <laughs> yeah, you need to get a new job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's cool. So uh, I'm going to crack straight on with these questions because uh, I'm sure our uh, listener wants to know um, how we came about this feature in particular. So before we dive into the actual details, let's um, look at this from a wider point of view just for a second. So 
podcast show notes and specifically our new uh, show notes builder. Uh, it's a world of options, obviously, to let your listeners know uh, anything from your podcast format to the details of your hosts and your show and, and all that stuff. And it's based on however you want to put that together, your personal preference or even down to the tech that you use to create your notes and so on. So you and I have seen the progression of show notes over the years and um, and we've written a fair few of them ourselves over the years. So why do you think it's such an important feature um, for content creators to utilise? I, I, I always think that show notes are such a complementary piece of the puzzle when it comes to your audio. I mean, I've always seen show notes as... As, as an accompanying piece of content, you know, a lot of people just see them as a place to dump links and so on. And obviously you need that, but I, I, I always, I wouldn't say I teach it, but I advocate for the, the idea that show notes should run alongside your episode content itself and, and enhance that content as best it can. You know, it shouldn't replace it. That's what a, theoretically what a transcript does. You know, if, if you want to write something that replaces this, then you write your transcript. So... For me, show notes are just companion pieces. You know, they're, they're, they're companion pieces to to a podcast episode that, that very often get little attention in comparison to everything else. And I'm as bad for this, you know, and it's it was one of the catalysts. We'll get onto the why about why we built this thing in a second. But, um, and you and I, but, but we both suck with show notes because they're really difficult. Like if we look at Sparker Rebellion or Podcast Accelerator, they're really bad. Because it's a real time sap. It's a real cumbersome piece of the puzzle. But for the listener, it's an important piece. You know, it, it's it's that companion piece of content. So it's, they're sort of the, you know, they're the, the undervalued, under-respected part of the podcasting workflow, I think. And it was, for us, it was just time to give them a bit of attention and and. and and to do that in a in a captivate way, you know. So, it, it, in order to to help people to save time, you know, we approached it from a captivate perspective, which we'll talk about. But yeah, it is about making sure that the listeners are having the best experience, and that that for me is where show notes fit in. They're, they're a companion piece to the audio. Yeah, cool. And um, you're absolutely right. But the the problem I find with show notes is that it's often overlooked. You just mentioned that you and I are pretty crap where it comes to show notes. And uh, you're pretty spot on with that. But uh, I do find it's a, like we see hundreds of podcasts every week and there's quite a few of them that have got either sloppy or just very minimal show notes that don't really, you know, do much justice to a, to a particular podcast. And it certainly isn't doing their growth, you know, to grow their listenership, any favours or anything like that. So we offer plenty of resources that captivate for, you know, putting your best foot forward with show notes and so on. But why do you think it's such a common thing that we see? It's like almost an industry-wide thing where is it more of an educational thing as people start their own podcasts or is it down to hosts or is it more of a meh, that'll do and I'll just rely on the content in show? I think it's a bit of a, a mix of everything. I think the main problem with, with people doing decent show notes is time because we don't see an immediate gain from doing great show notes. We don't see an immediate click-through. We don't see an immediate you know, sort of overall uplifting audience. You know, we don't see, you know, everyone goes on about transcripts and stuff for SEO, which is, I'm no SEO expert, but I think it's rubbish. You know, it, 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 they only tend to work, in my view, for very, very long tail SEO, you know, real specificity in search terms. And I think show notes are the same, which is why we don't always see mega uplift. So I, I like I said before, they, they're sort of the awkward companion piece, like they're the forgotten child of podcasting because we know that we need something, 
but we don't really do too much. So we end up templating them, which is obviously what we'll talk about in a second. But the problem with the templates is that they never, they either, they're either too templated and too static or they, they require full maintenance and they require full upgrades where you've got to rewrite them and you've got to really add a lot of content to them. Um, and there's no real middle ground, which is what we're trying to achieve here. You know, it, it, it's, it, it's about giving you like 85%, 95% and you just do the rest. You know, that's the goal of what we're trying to achieve because I do believe the mixture of it taking a lot of time versus the, the relative lack of return on that time that, that means that show notes, are, like I said, they're often just, you know, they're just a, yeah, it's all right, that'll do sort of scenario. Yeah, and that's a tragedy. That the is a whole, tragedy. The whole myth, that'll do thing, because uh, my next question is uh, kind of a lead on from that. So me personally, I've, I see show notes as a definitely a, a multi-purpose thing where in an ideal world, it serves multiple purposes for your podcast. And alongside, like you said, being a bit of a companion and uh, serves the, the default purpose, I guess, of explaining what your show's content or your episode's content is about and some people use it as a bit of a marketing tool and that kind of thing um it's it's definitely one of those like you you mentioned it's all like long forgotten sort of bit of uh functionality with podcasting it's uh it's not quite there yet i don't think with things like id3 tags and stuff like that but it definitely feels like it needs a a facelift which we've we've certainly done but uh would you say it's like them although it's a kind of a forgotten thing but we still need to kind of do it would you say it's more of a, a must-have now um even though people are sort of forgetting about it a little bit i, I, I think it, it's always been a must-have but i believe it's becoming more prevalent um amongst the serious podcaster because of the dynamic content insertion like we'll talk about amy in a second but you know the, if you think about like how youtube is managed the description is everything you know I'm, I'm going there for my links that are mentioned in there i'm going there for everything that's mentioned in there um and and i, I do believe show notes have always been that but I, I i think it's just becoming more prevalent because there are just more listeners and there are just more podcasters so people are you know, they're wanting that supplementary information that comes from listening to a podcast episode. And, and then obviously you've got more brands getting involved in the space. You've got more advertisers. You've got, you know, the niche podcasters uh, have got more power than they've ever had re with regards to, you know, monetization. Um, so they're getting a little bit more savvy with like dynamic content, you know, through things like Amy with, with Captivate. And, and so sh I don't think show notes have ever evolved they've all just, they've always just been the thing that, that were, that were always the same, you know, and now we're able to evolve them a little bit because of, of the work that Captivate's put in, you know, long-term from a strategic product perspective, you know, we're now able to, I always say we're in phase two of Captivate now, there's a three phase plan for Captivate when it comes to sort of feature set and roadmap and we're sort of, I don't know, I would say we're about 30% through phase two. Um, and none of this stuff that we're quote unquote inventing, like this show notes build that we've invented, um, this has probably been in my head for about five years and it's just, it's not, it, it, I think that just is testament to how little attention show notes have gotten in the industry. Um, so I, I, I do think that's what's causing, I, I suppose it's difficult actually. I was going to say that's what's causing people to take notice of show notes more. Maybe they're not taking note of show notes more. Maybe people just want their listeners to take note more but in order for them to do that they've got to put more effort into making decent ones it's sort of this weird vicious cycle 
you know, you want people to interact with your content. Now, I did a post on the podcast Accelerator last week about this. You know, how do you get more engagement? Well, you just got you've got to give people something to engage with, obviously. So you can't, you sort of can't expect people to say, well, all right, go to the link in the show notes if the show notes aren't very good. You know, there has to be a reason. So yeah, a weird vicious cycle, I think there, dude, actually, the more I think about it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it's a shame because the the nature of show notes in terms of as a content creator or as you know just the serious indie podcaster that wants to really grow their stuff um it's such a a, a, a personal thing as well I, I guess because if you're looking through um you know apple podcasts or stitcher or something like that and you're looking through a certain niche or you just after something to listen to you've obviously got the cover art which will attract you to a certain degree but Unlike other stream, um, sort of online uh, content um, services like Netflix or, you know, those sorts of things, all you've got really is a generic subtitle that goes that everybody sees, you know, and, and that's it. It's just, you know, what the movie studio gives you and it's just one sentence. It's, like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not very good. Whereas the show notes per episode and per podcast is such a powerful, you can do so much with that. You know, it's, we're very fortunate that, you know, we don't just slap on the subtitle for the episode and or f- for the podcast and away you go. It's uh, yeah, it's very cool. So that brings us on nicely then to uh, the 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 feature in 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 subjects then, which is our show notes builder, which is um, just literally about to walk out the door. So again, it's one of those one hundred percent user centric projects that was born out of both listening to our users' feedback and also uh, the wants and needs of us as podcasters internally. Like Mark said, this has been in his head and something he's wanted to do for for a few years now. So are you excited to see it out the door, dude, and set free? Yeah, just, I'm just excited that it's going to be useful for people. Like we, we do a lot of reveals. Like Captivate is becoming known for that thinking outside the box and revealing things that people don't expect. Um, and we get a lot of com- comments around, you know, how you, you know, you've done it again. I can't believe this. Unbelievable. Why has no one thought of this? Um, so I'm, I am grateful that, that, that people react like that. And that's the thing that I'm most excited about because all the feedback that we get is that like, holy crap, this is going to save me time every single day. And of course, that's the mission. You know, that's the mission. The fact that we, you know, we have built a lot of Captivate to feed into a lot of other areas of Captivate. So we we knew Show Notes Builder was coming when we did attribution links in Dashboard 2. You know, we knew Show Notes Builder was coming when we did guest booking. And, and it is there's a reason that we've done a lot of these product features that other hosts would think, well, why have they done that? That sort of seems adjacent to hosting, you know, like the show notes, sorry, like the guest booking and interview management. Well, it, it, it is because Captivate is, is, it's not about being just a good host. It's about being a complete toolkit for that serious podcaster. And by spending time and going that extra mile that other podcast hosts wouldn't go, and doing things like guest book and interview management, first party attribution links, some of the stuff that we know is coming down the wire that will make show notes builder just, it's mega useful from day one. But like one of the next things that we've got coming up is just going to completely enhance the show notes builder so that it's even more powerful. And when you start to think about things like that, you realize that it, it, it's, for a podcaster, it's all about, connecting the dots. And in order to connect the dots, you've got to do as much work on making the dots available and controlling the dots and making sure the dots exist in the right places. You know, the guests, the bios for the guests, the attribution links, all of the single promo link stuff, 
all of the measured single promo link stuff, the analytics that we give on that one, the episode links, like suddenly by making those all available to the show notes builder and by giving you reusable templates and blocks and your own custom shortcuts, you start to see that actually workflow as a podcaster shouldn't actually be that difficult. I shouldn't have to be running all my, 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 my show notes through Microsoft Word or bloody Google Docs or whatever. I should. So the platform that promises to help me with my growth should actually be helping me with this, some of this stuff. And I, so that's what I'm, I'm always excited about that because there's a lot of people in the industry that sort of say, well, you know, why are you for the, why, why do you say you're the growth focused podcast host? And then, and every time we put something out like this, it's, it's really clear that we just live by what we say. Um, and that, that excites me, man, because that's been our vision from day one. Like the first couple of years or well, maybe the first year of Captivate, you know, Kieran and I had to be really patient in, in, in building all the basic features, knowing what else we wanted to build, but whilst also balancing the act of people saying, well, you're not growth focused. What have you done? And, you know, so now that people are seeing Captivate as this toolkit, someone described it, someone really highly respected online last week, you know, just said Captivate. They said our very words back at us and we, we'd not asked them to, we didn't even know them. They just said Captivate is the most complete toolkit for podcasters wanting to grow. Um, so when we put something out like this, the satisfaction for me is just seeing the users use it. And then for them to realize that actually these guys and girls that do podcasting every day, they actually do that for us, you know? And I think that is what is so like, that's the, that's the ultimate job satisfaction, I think. I think so. And I think that's important for us as not just what we do in terms of our own roles here at Captivate, designers, developers, and project managers and overlookers, overseers like yourself. I think it's um, not just that, but certainly the the user feedback. That's always cool. Like when you do the live stream reveals and the the chat section is just flooded with like, oh, this is awesome. This is exactly what we need. And often we find that users didn't even know they needed it until they started using it. That's another good one is when uh, they're like, oh yeah, I've just been doing that in Google Sheets or whatever it might be. <laughs> but now that we've got this cool thing, it's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now I can do everything within Captivate. So it's like a one-stop shop for that stuff, which is great. So uh, in terms of our show notes builder as a feature then, um, for the listener who just wants a very quick, okay, what is this about? What do I do? What's like a one sentence overview of this? Um, and how does it work um, within someone's podcast? Yeah. So I, the easiest way to think about this is that it, it gives you, um, again, it gives you a toolkit for, for, for getting you most of the way there with your show notes. So our goal is not to fully, fully write every detail of your show notes. It's to do the bits that um, you either have to repeat very, very often or that do change, but where we control the data. So the one the one kind of sentence overview of that would be just build your show notes from data that you already control. You know, so it's things like um, your guest information, the fact that, you know, say you and I have a, a you know, we're on Spark or Rebellion, we've got Charles Saul on as a guest, we book him using Captivate's booking system, or we're speaking to the guys from, from the RPG game uh, this week or next week, whenever it is. I should probably check that. Um, and we've booked them through Captivate's guest booking platform. Now, the show notes for that won't change. 
you know, we'll, we'll add some detail, we'll add some some flowery flair to the, the show notes at the beginning, but the base of the show notes won't change, but the details will. The guest name, the guest bio, the links, the Twitter handle, the social handles, um, you know, and, and all that sort of information. But because we've got that guest and we're controlling that guest booking inside Captivate, the show notes manager should be able to handle that. You know, the builder will just build show notes based on that guest information. So the guest name will just be, will just be inserted into my show notes, the guest bio into the place that I ask it to, um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's that kind of approach, you know, that data driven, we now control other dots, but actually they are your dots, Mr. And Mrs. Podcaster. They are your dots. You can go out and you can book all your guests. You can set your attribution links up. And when we, you know, we'll talk about Amy in a second, but they're your sponsors. It's really just about, let Captivate do the heavy lifting and you just flower it up. Precisely. Yeah. Let the, let the back end stuff uh, carry all that and you just, yeah, yeah, do your thing. So one of the things that's very cool about the Show Notes Builder is the three kind of tiers that we've built in order to create your, to build up your templates and your blocks mm-hmm. and your, your dynamic short codes and so on. And they're very self-explanatory. It's extremely as always is really user-friendly and you'll know exactly what they are when you jump in. But one of the coolest things actually, and the things that will probably you'll, you'll end up playing with the most, I think is, uh, are the dynamic short codes. It's one of the more powerful aspects of the feature. And as Mark said, it connects all the dots and allows you to bring in all the various, uh, nuggets of information from other parts of, of captivate. And, uh, we sweated on that for quite a long time and we went through various iterations and stuff until we got it rocking and rolling to a place where we thought actually, yeah, this is, this is easy to use, but it's also really powerful. So I know that we started to tinker with this and play with it on our own tests and, and, and other podcasts and so on. But uh, again, to the listener, what's the benefit of the dynamic aspect of it? Not just the static templates and blocks, but, you know, the dynamic shortcode stuff. Yeah. So you've got, I think for me, you've got four layers of using Captivate Show Notes Builder. And, and, and if we start at the top level where you create a template, which can include free text, it can include dynamic blocks or static blocks and dynamic shortcodes and static shortcodes, you know, a template is the thing that when you publish an episode or create an episode, that's automatically inserted and you've got, that's your starting point. That's your 90% there. And you can have as many templates as you want for different types of episode that you do. Um, beneath that, you've got really three other elements to it. You've got blocks, which are repeatable areas of text. So think about like a footer or you might have something like a um, something like a, a Patreon or a donation or a tipping feature that you've got within your, your podcast that you then create a block of text for and that says something like, you know, if you want to support Spark of Rebellion, you can give us a tip at whatever sparkofrebellion.com forward slash tip and it will, you know, Blah, 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 blah. And what it will do is instead of you typing that out, you type your free text, but you then insert a short code into the block, which is your show name. And then you might have a link, for example, set up to wherever you accept your donations or whatever. And you insert that as a short code and you save that as a dynamic block. Now, the cool thing with that is that because you've used short codes, if I change my show name, that block will then get updated with the show name. That's, that's the new version of it. But then that block can be used in all of the different types of show notes. So if I've got a bonus episode show notes template, I've got a guest episode show notes template, I've got a solo episode or a normal episode, like you and I with Spark Rebellion, we've got a normal episode show notes template, and then we've got one for when we have guests on. But that that donation block, that tipping block, 
is common across them all. So that's the power of blocks. The next one is the short code stuff. And I, I will answer the dynamic question more directly once I've explained this, but the short code one is what I, I like to term as single data points, single pieces of data, and they can come from two places. You can either manually put them in and we'll give you the opportunity to add custom shortcodes, which um, are useful for temporary bits of text. So a great example is like if you go on hiatus, you create a custom shortcode called hiatus text. And when you're on hiatus, you just fill it in and say, I am on hiatus until this day. And then when you're not, you just go in there, you keep the shortcode, but you make it blank and your show notes will then be updated, which is the dynamic part, which I'll explain. Um, the other part is the Amy stuff, which will come onto that's the fourth layer, if you like, of show notes. Now, what the dynamic part means is that um, when you insert a block or a shortcode into a template or into a manual, you know, manually authored set of show notes, because you don't have to use templates, you can just manually write them, but you can use blocks and shortcodes within anything. So if you insert them statically, what will happen is that Captivate will say, right, whatever the version of this shortcode or block is right now, put that in my show notes and just make it text. So if, if we use the hiatus example or the donation example, if I insert the donation or the tipping block statically, Captivate will essentially type out the text that is in your block. And once it's done and published, that's it, it's fixed. But the real power comes from the dynamic element here. So all, all blocks and shortcodes are inserted dynamically unless you tell Captivate otherwise. Now, what that means is that back to that hiatus shortcode, when I am on hiatus, I type in, I'll come back in two weeks, I save the shortcode, and every time in every episode where that shortcode exists in the show, in the show notes, that episode will be updated in the feed. So it doesn't matter when someone sees it or listens to it, if you are on hiatus, it will have updated. And then when you come back, you delete the text and the text is removed from your show notes. If we change our donation link from, you know, Patreon to a, another tipping service, you can you can change the link in your block and all of your show notes will update wherever you, you've used that block. So that dynamic element is super, super, super cool. And it's really powerful because it works with attribution links. So if you've got an attribution link that you're measuring through Captivate, so you're saying you've got a short link to like a sponsor's link, which we'll come to in a set with Amy. You know, if I'm, if I'm promoting Airweber on my podcast, which I do, I can go, go to mark.live slash email. But actually Airweber stops sponsoring the podcast and I I change the attribution link to something else, all of the data will pass back. It will all cascade through and dynamically update to this new link. So it's just so, so powerful. Now the number one, of course it's time saving. That's the big thing here. It's time saving. But the real power, like the real power of this is maintaining total time bound relevance across all of your past inventory. You know, nothing goes out of date and that's the beauty of it. That's what's really powerful. Um, and I know we'll talk about Amy in a second, but that's, to me, that's the big exciting bit. Yeah, that's awesome. I've got a smile on my face just listening to you um, to go through that. And I think that was one of those moments when you were on the live stream reveal the other, uh, last week, the other evening, when you were going through that and you were explaining some of those things around and actually showing how you do that stuff. And it, again, it was one of those moments where the chat was just flooded with OMGs and like, you know, OMG emojis and stuff like that. It was, yeah. it was really awesome. So it was quite cool. It was very cool. So, uh, and I think, listener, if you're 
you should also be smiling from ear to ear, especially if you're a Captivate user, uh, about how powerful this stuff is. So um, you've mentioned Amy a few times then. So uh, w- w- explain how Amy is going to slot into this as well then. So Amy is Captivate's audio monetization and integration engine, which is its dynamic content at its finest. And what it allows you to do is choose points within your audio where you can insert other audio. So I do it with my podcast, Accelerator Podcast. I, I will, I've got a recommended tool of the week. Um, and I'll say, look, halfway through the episode, I'll say, look, a little interlude, let me tell you about this recommended tool. And then I'll record a recommended tool segment separately and I'll insert that audio. And I do that for various reasons. It gives me more flexibility. And I can also make compilation episodes of that in the future. Um, I can swap out those tools if someone decides to sponsor that slot. So it's really, really powerful. We do it on Sparker Rebellion with a pre-roll and a post-roll automatically updated. Now, the way that the show notes works, and this is um, this is the genius of some of this stuff, actually. This is sort of, an, you know, th- that sounds really sort of up our own backsides, but I sort of don't care because it, I'm a busy podcaster like you are. And this, to me, is the genius for podcasters and why we did things in this order. We built attribution links, then we built Amy, then we built things like guest booking, and now we've built Show Notes Builder. So what we can do now is I can upload a piece of dynamic content. So, you know, my recommended tool of the week, I can upload a sponsor ad. But when I upload that te- that audio now, Captivate says to me, do you have any text that you want to associate with this? So you give it a label, you give it a bit of description text, But the real cool thing is you can then also say this piece of audio is related to this attribution link within Captivate. Every time you insert some audio, so every time, say I I did a a Descript uh, recommendation earlier where I recommended Descript, right? So what I'll do is I'll go into Captivate, I'll throw the audio up to Captivate for, for the Descript read, the audio for Descript. I'll say, here's my recommended tool of the week. This is the reason for it. Here's why it's brilliant. And I'll then attach an attribution link to it, um, which will then forward to Descript. When I insert that audio into my podcast accelerator episode, Captivate sees that and says, well, wait a second. There's some text associated with it. And it will dynamically insert that text into the show notes of that episode at the end. It will put the label. It'll look really nice. It'll put the description. It'll look really nice. And it'll put the attribution link, which in turn is measured through Captivate. So you can measure the traffic and the clicks. You can do this with your pre-roll, with your post-roll, with as many mid-rolls as you want. You can use it to bake over, you know, when you paint over your adverts using the bulk ad painter. It works with that. Now, what's really cool with this is, it again, it works across your entire back catalogue. So if someone, a sponsor comes to you and says, right, how much for your back catalogue? And you say it's X, or actually it's another 15% if you want a, a measurable link in the show notes for all those thousand back past episodes. So it just, it really is like a mega tool, but we couldn't have, had we not done attribution links or Amy first, we wouldn't have done it. So it's all about that planning. Like it's been the timing you know, and, and you know what it's like. You'll say to me, right, what we're working on next. And there's always something. We never, it's ne- we're never scrapping around for things to work on because we've got this plan. Um, so, I mean, that might be my favorite bit of the show notes builder, to be completely honest with you, because I think the combined power of Amy and the show notes builder is, I mean, you, you know, you take that to a sponsor, it's mega. It really is. Yeah. It definitely is, dude. And it's another one of those grinning from ear to ear moments because um, we've also got another couple of little tools that you can use in conjunction with that as well at Captivate. So you can jump in and download uh, a sponsor kit. So if you are talking about uh, to sponsors about potentially, you know, uh, putting uh, 
ads and, and sponsoring your show and you want to do it with Amy and you know have that automatically plug into your show notes like we've just spoken about, then you can download a sponsor kit. Really nice you know, presentation, tells you all the deets and all the numbers about your show. You can pop that over to them and it looks really professional. And then when you can go back to that sponsor or the people running the ad campaign and say, actually, look, all of the messy stuff that you normally have to back and forth on and do all that, it's just all done. You know, we, we'll upload the file, we'll have all the links, it's all done. So what a feature, dude. And um, it's, so if to the podcast are listening that's not taken the time historically or at the moment to put some time into their show notes to make them as good as they can be, um, what should they be doing today using this new feature to get cracking? What's just one thing to do today before the end of today? I think sit down and, and design out how you want your show notes to work because we've got some other stuff coming down the wire as well that's really going to help. I, this is ridiculous, actually, because I'm arguably <laughs> more excited about the next thing that we're going to release. In fact, not the next thing that we're announcing next week as you're listening to this, but the one after that, um, which is going to help with this. Um, so I would say for now, I think you've got to design out your show notes. Like, how do you want them to work? What do you want to promote? I'd go into Captivate's backend set up attribution link to anything that you are promoting yourself. Get those attribution links set up because then you're going to be able to take advantage of them, you know, and then start to think about how do, what, what is the experience that I want to give around my show notes? What do I want them to serve my audience with? And I think if you, because there are so many ways to do this and we are going to do a live session on exactly how to do this, but there are so many ways you can use show notes. I think just be clear on what you want your audience to get from them then use Captivate's backend. Things like, you know, set your attribution links up, like I said. Make sure your single promo link is turned on and that it's all linked up to a custom domain. Do those basic things in Captivate and then you'll be ready. And you'll be rocking and rolling, ready to go. Rock so that, and roll. The rock and roll. So that's the, um, if anyone listening and you're a Captivate user, um, that's definitely one thing to do, to put on your to-do list and get that struck off by, by the end of today. So finally, for anyone that's listening that's not a Captivate user, but they do host the podcast somewhere and they're thinking about bringing their show over to, to Captivate, which is super easy to do, by the way. Um, how long would it take somebody to um, import their show, set up a couple of attribution links and get a show notes template up and running to get their next episode out the door? You could do that in an hour. I think if you spend some time, you know, let the import process run, you know, get get a feel for everything, make sure everything's checked. The team will be around to help with that. Um, spend a bit of time writing your show notes template and, and, and just, you know, plan out your attribution links. You, you do that easily in an hour, easily. And that's, that's you know, that's including 15 minutes for making a cuppa, you know. That's the important part of the process. Well, Definitely. It is. Yeah. Remember to leave the teabag in for three minutes, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Mark, this has been a wonderful overview of our latest feature, uh, the show notes builder. And as we've mentioned a few times, it's, uh, not just an isolated thing that you should go and do um, by itself. There are so many other things that will uh, sort of pile on together to make this an awesome feature set for your podcast and enabling your podcast growth. So um, thank you so much for being so detailed and in-depth on some of your answers. I think it's really helped uh, the listener today get a handle on this stuff if they've not seen it before or didn't watch the live stream. And I'm sure... Uh, uh, people are dying to get on and have a look. So, um, yeah, thank you very much for your time as always, buddy. No, it's all good, man. Great show as ever. I, uh, I actually enjoy listening to this. I was listening to yours and Danny's earlier as well. So it's, it's nice. It's a, this is a good show, man. I say it every time. I love it. Cool, man. Thank you very much. And, uh, I'm sure we'll have you back on soon. So cheers, dude. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
huge thank you to Mark for taking the time out of his day to talk to me about our new tool, which is the Show Notes Builder. A very cool chat on a very cool feature, I think you'll all agree. So if you're a Captivate user and you're listening to this on the episode when it lands, which is Wednesday the 2nd of February, uh, you'll be able to grab this tool from tomorrow. So make sure you jump on and give it a whirl. It really is a great tool. And essentially, it's just another piece of the puzzle done on our journey towards improving our already industry-leading podcast workflow. Uh, For you, the serious indie podcaster, you can get your show notes template saved and insert your dynamic content, save your blocks and build up your templates and just save yourself buckets of time so that you can crack on and get stuck into the fun bit, which is actually recording your podcast content. So if you're not using Captivate yet to power your podcast and you want to try out our new show notes builder, along with some of the other amazing tools, such as Amy, our dynamic content tool, and attribution links and guest booking and uh, make use of our awesome podcast player and all of that stuff, then hop over to Captivate.fm and you can start a free seven-day trial. And if you're podcasting elsewhere and you want to bring your show into Captivate, it's really, really easy and simple to do. It will take you no time at all, and then you can start using those tools as well. So Captivate.fm head over there and start your free trial. Until next week, have a real good one. Keep pushing and smashing those goals and happy podcasting.